Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for listening. Jake, uh, I have a fun fact for you. Can I start us off? Uh, yeah. Was this your what you know? Yeah, sure. Okay. My what you know is, uh, did you know that I never remember if I say brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop or another new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop until I get in front of the mic and my brain just switches into host mode? Alright. That's my fun fact. <laughs> Alright, uh, mine... It's kind of odd. The past tense of the word dare is Durst. Did you know it? <laughs> Durst? Yeah, like Fred Durst. Lip Fred Bisky. Durst. Wow. Yeah, so like he's Fred I, Dare. Yeah. If I made, if I told you, if I made you like a dare mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. I Durst you to do it. <laughs> Doesn't sound. That's also very hip hop at the same time. You know. If the soundboard was working, I can't <laughs> would get a button for. <laughs> Putting Fred Durst in the hip hop scene. Limp Biscuit was signed to Young Money, bro. I know Limp Biscuit was signed to Young Money. So that doesn't make it any more hip hop. No, of it's course not. But Chanel West Coast, I think, is signed. Or was she signed was briefly point. signed. So was Paris Hilton. Those were all their tax write-offs. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they're getting into uh, talking about like getting into the sports scene too. Mm-hmm. That's been a talk for a while. Yeah. Um, so today, before we get to the news, we're going to be talking about the PNB Rock album, and also yes. before we even start the news, we are going to be releasing a review for Schoolboy Q. We've been doing this for, what, four <laughs> years and never lost an episode, never had any technical difficulty. Never. So I was going to edit it and put it up during my lunch break, as I usually do. That's when you, if you see them come out around like one o'clock, that's when, mm-hmm. I, that's when I do them. Um, so I was going to do that, open my laptop at work, like I always do, flip it up, and the, the time at the top says like 7 p.m. Meanwhile, it's 12. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I couldn't move the mouse. It wouldn't do anything. So we lost that episode. And that we had a special guest. So the special guest will be returning to re-record. Yes. So no fear fear not. Fear not. Crash talk is coming. Also, we kind of had... Um, I'm sorry I haven't been posting on the Instagram lately. We've had some technical difficulties with that. So um, once I get access back to the, to the Instagram, you'll see some posts again as well. Follow us at HLHPO. Yes, absolutely. And also, guys, we hear you about the echo. Yes. We hear you guys so Amends much. Amends have been have been amended or started to be <laughs> yes. amended. Yes. Um, so we will be fixing that. Yep, we're gonna try and get some soundproofing up in here. Yeah, for those as of much you, as we can. Yeah, for those of you that aren't local and don't know or haven't haven't been over to see the room we're in or the the place I live, it's an old mill. It's mm-hmm. a loft, so our the floors in here are original hardwoods to the mill. So it's a very loud building in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to put some foam where we need foam to kind of quiet down the echo yeah. a little bit. In my casting room, uh, leather couch <laughs> just doesn't help the echo either. So it was used. I bought it on Craigslist. Oh, dude, it for sure was used for it some was, nasty shit. No, that couch is about as old as I am. So I, I, I know the couch and where it's been and who's been on it. Yeah. Do you? Yes. <laughs> some of you listening may know... Who's been on that couch, Oh, too. Jesus. Oh, let's just move on into new let's news, not old news. Yes, yeah, sorry, guys. We just I want to do some housekeeping for the podcast yeah. for the fam. Thank you, guys. Uh, so Common apparently opened up about some childhood molestation that went on in his family in some memoir. I, I have not read it. I just it was, Common has a memoir out? Yeah. That's probably pretty interesting. Absolutely. Um, he's been very, very open about his relationship with his dad here as of late since his dad passed. Um, which we talked about that actually in the inaugural inaugural. Very good. Yes, it took me a minute. Donald Trump can't even say. Great, great inaugural. talking inaugural. I can Every, say very. Everybody well. came to mind. 
Twitter is fake news. Twitter. Um, so yeah, he, he opened up about that. So we definitely need to, to check into that. Yeah. It was it was recent. I don't know if it was something oh oh let love, let love have the last word. I think that's what this one is. Yeah, this yeah. one came out wow today. So uh, check that out, guys. I'll definitely check in that guy's top ten for me. Let love have a, have the last word. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, Jake is a Jake is a huge comedy fan. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we started, we were listening to Ari Lennox's album Shea Butter Baby. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that d- did not and won't will never get to hear, Hakeem kind of had a pretty funny outburst in our <laughs> Crash Talk episode that you obviously haven't heard yet. Uh, Oh. Yeah, so that we, that we will not be able to recreate. Uh, Unless it's the pretty spirit good. hits again. Yeah, it, you know. the, it was pretty good from the first. I only listened to five tracks, in, and it was it, it was entertaining enough for me to can, to want to listen to the rest. So. Absolutely. Uh, and she sounded. Um, it's very raw. Yeah, and her and Jid already had a very good chemistry on the track. Oh, yeah. You know, I just that was all I was able to listen to. They've been open about how much work to, that Dreamville's been putting in lately, so maybe they're just building rapport amongst the label. That'd be very cool. Um, Chris Delia, I know you're a big fan of him. Chris Delia, 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 <laughs> yeah. Delia. Um, yep. He gave Logic and Eminem his vocals for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I heard that, I was cracking up. For, for those of you that don't know, it was the song Homicide that Logic and Eminem did. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed the track a lot, actually. I wanted to talk about it. it well, well, let's talk about it now, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah, I have another fact about uh, Eminem to talk about at the end of this. So Chris D'Elia, first of all, that, um, that bit... It was on his Instagram, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was a video. It he was making fun of the uh, Shady Cypher 2.0. Okay. Where he's like... Yeah, in, yeah well, that's when, when Eminem had the... if. If you like Trump and like me, then you need to pick a side. Was no, that no, the no. One? no, no, no. Before that, this, okay, one, this one was back um, when it was him and um, Royce the Five Nine were in Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. the Red Bull, and he's like, you know, he's like breathing super heavy, and he's like, and like yeah. puts the Red Bull down and shit. Yeah, that, that's when they're in that like old factory looking. Joe Budden, and yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. of them. Um, it was all of Slaughterhouse were rapping, and then the last bit was Eminem and Royce together. And um, yeah, that shit was hilarious. Atkins. Atkins. <laughs> it's, I was, Bunch I was of old cars, like I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I knew exactly. Like I know, I was like, I just, I've heard this before. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, wonder because I know that was acknowledged at the time because I remember Eminem. Not he retweeted it, it saying yeah. like he he didn't remember rapping this or something like that. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I saw that he gave it to him for free. Mm-hmm. Also, it was a, a very good track. I think Eminem and Logic actually have a lot of chemistry. I think it's because they both know, like, hey, anybody that wants to come at us from a, a like just a lyrical Ooh, rap standpoint, has yeah, has no footing. This is the you. equivalent of like enjoying a math rock album. You know, math rock basically what it is is just very much uh, emphasis on technique, uh, very like rhythmic guitars. You know, right. really. Traditional, but but really something that somebody who is very into the genre would enjoy. So this this track to me was very much just uh, two two great MCs getting together and just rapping their asses. Yeah, off. I think it was more <clears throat> of like it, it was kind of like control from a technical standpoint. Remember control mm-hmm. Kendrick and Big and Sean less song. provocative. Yeah, you know? it was more like hey, just a reminder, you can't uh, do this. Right. Which is true, and that's what I expected. When I saw it, I knew I wasn't going to get let down by it. Mm. 
the, I mean, the worst thing, the one thing I noticed the, the best about it was there wasn't a lot of like topical pop culture references from Eminem. Right. So it'll make the, the song more timeless. Yes. If we had to hear more about Trump or just anything going on in the news right now, it would have dated the song. Not only that, it's just, it, it wasn't really necessary, you know, I think and this was a fun track. It's That's well, it, going to be a big song in Logic's catalog as far as when it gets to the end of his career and people yes. are doing essentials, because everybody's going to be like, oh, you remember that time he collaborated with Eminem? And it was pretty good. Yeah, so that, that's definitely a catalog builder for sure. And I wouldn't say anybody, that neither one of them like outdid the other, no. you know what I mean? I think they were both very much on par with each other, which by the way, for Logic to be able to keep up with somebody like Eminem is incredible. Yeah, and I mean, the, like the, the stand, I wouldn't call myself a stand of Logic, but I've you're seen him all the way, like fit. his whole career, start to current. And I, I know he could rap like that, so it wasn't as shocking to me as it may be to like the people like that only know him from the 1-800 song would be like, yeah, they would know that he could do that. Exactly. Um, a little note about Eminem. Apparently, Young Thug put up a little Instagram video. Uh, he, he ran into Machine Gun Kelly somewhere. And the quote on the picture was, that's the guy who murdered M. <laughs> Genius put out that. And I was looking through Genius at, the, at some of the PNB rock lyrics. And I, I saw that. I was like, I've got to mention that. I wanted to see this picture now. Um, so that, that's pretty funny. Tyler announces the Eeyore <clears throat> album May 17th. That's a definite review. Uh, definite review. Definite uh, top ten contender. There's listen logic or <clears throat> excuse me. Tyler has never let me down. He hasn't. Never. Either. Not not to me either. Never. How let's many? See. How many? Think about how many projects this man. It's has. been a lot. He uh, let's go through the bastard, uh, <laughs> goblin, wolf, cherry bomb, flower boy, and then even the odd future tapes. The odd future tapes. Uh, I mean, come on. The, in the, I mean, in their times, they've been great. Now it's like we've already talked about how it's hard to go back to some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure it'll be in my top ten. I don't I just don't want to set crazy standards for it because I did that for Cherry Bomb. In right to me, that's his my least favorite project of his. Even Cherry though Bomb it was is? the most creative. It just was from me with me having like a background kind of in knowledge of production. Uh huh. It was just so. If it came out now, I think. It would have been received a lot better, but it was very revolutionary at his time. People weren't making music like that with all the jazz influence. You see, Cherry Bomb and then Tim Pimp Butterfly comes out, mm-hmm. and I think Tim Pimp Butterfly was a little more mainstream, obviously. For sure. So he, Kendrick, kind of hit on the fans of the funk music. Yeah. Whereas, I think some of the people outside of hip hop may like I'm outside looking in at Tyler would have been like, okay, maybe he's kind of people didn't. bastardizing these this music. People also didn't like the fact that uh, the way it was mixed was, you know, Tyler, Tyler's very lyrical, and um, he buried his his uh, his vocals, yeah. so you couldn't even really understand him for the first couple of listens, but even on that project, there are still, I would, I would say Buffalo, Wings, Smuckers um, was on there, Smuckers, Perfect, Fucking Young. I mean, that's at least four songs off the top of my head having... Oh, the one with uh, Schoolboy? Yeah. The crazy-ass name. It's a funny name. So, at least five songs just off top of my head that I would recommend to people that were not really abrasive or bastardizing any sort of genres beforehand, you know? Yeah. Which is very good. Yeah, I mean... I can't do that with a lot of now, but it just... Like, that one hasn't aged too well for me, personally. And then, obviously... 
the better half of Goblin doesn't age well. A lot of Goblin to me doesn't age well. Most of the, you listen to Bastard for nostalgia. Bastard is still holds up, especially the intro. The intro in particular is one of his best I, songs. That's the one he's got ass milk on with Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fucking awesome. Um, so that's that's Such a definite a stupid review. fucking name for a song, by the way. Ass milk. <laughs> um, Wu Tang Clan was given their own district in Staten Island. Like legit, it says they deserve Wu- a state. Yeah, Wu Tang Clan district. Hell yeah. Um, Anderson Pack and Justin Timberlake are apparently hinted at a collab project because they've been in the studio together. That would be wild. I need a Missy Elliott feature, please. Dude, or Missy Chris Elliott. Stapleton. Remember how good that yeah, Chris Stapleton, Chris Stapleton song was? and Timberlake? Yeah. But can you imagine, dude, Missy Elliott, um, Timberland, and... That would... Oh, have you seen the video of the white lady singing that at the barbecue? No. Okay, that's a definite watch at the end oh, of this. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pull it up right now so we don't forget. Yeah, please put... No, that would, that, be, that, would be a good, that would be a good feature for sure. That um, might be a classic if if that came out. I keep bumping this. I, I'm, I'm feeling sorry, very man. optimistic about the music coming out, mainly because I we've we had a, a nice long break from any new stuff. Yeah, and the stuff right now is so like one lane, samey. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so that that's that'll be interesting if it ever comes to fruition. I try not to put too much stock in those so and so gonna collab, yeah. like the collabs that actually happen. You don't see coming like. Blink-182 and Lil Wayne announced a tour. The only That's reason crazy. why I saw that coming was because he mentioned it on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, their drummer, Travis Barker. Right. He, he mentioned that he was going on tour with Wayne. That's just so crazy. That's going to be a good tour. Yeah, I've seen Blink-182. Is it anywhere close to here they're going to tour? I don't I haven't looked at the dates. The last time that Blink-182 were at the Bilo Center, I had to work. Right. So I, I just walked in and saw some of it. Um... That's it for news. You got anything? I really don't. I mean, you kind of hit on everything that I wanted to talk about. So, no. If you want, we could jump into the album. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. P&B Rock. For those of you, I mean, even you, no one's going to hear it. When we recorded the last episode a week ago for Crash Talk, Mm -hmm. I brought up this song in the news, Middle Child. And Hakeem was like, just, he thought it was just so out, B&B rock, oh, we're definitely going to talk about it. <laughs> so I just thought he was being facetious. I really had no desire to talk about B&B rock until he sent me the message and was like, let's do P&B rock. And I was like, okay, I'll give it an actual listen and maybe I can kind of throw this shit on him. Because I'm just not a huge P&B rock fan, but we'll get right. into it. But it, it, I, it was better than I expected, I'll say that, for first First impressions better than I think. The only reason why I also wanted to do P and B rock was not just because of the middle child uh, song. It was also because P, if you guys don't remember, P and B rock was on XSL's freshman list mm-hmm. last year, and I th- I want to say this is the is this the first major album that we're getting from him so far? Yes, I think he had one uh, one previous, but I don't know if I think this is technically his debut album. Okay. The one before that was Catch These Vibes. <clears throat> That's right. That's right. And uh, going no, through Going motions. Through the Motions was, was very well received. And then apparently there was, there was one from 2015 also. Okay. Um, so Trap Star Turn Pop Star is his debut album. I want to talk about the name for a second. Yeah. Me and Tabitha were talking about this. We were sitting in a drive through somewhere and I was looking through the top charts, like nationwide, globally mm-hmm. looking. It's There are so many like American rap hits like 
unfortunately, Lil Nas X is on every fucking chart. <laughs> but it, I'm looking at it and I was like, damn, that's a lot of rap. And then I go to the United States and it is 75% hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then and within that 75, it's probably 50% trap music. So that, when I thought about that, I was like, trap star turned pop star. The way it's sectioned is it's two albums. And on iTunes, it actually says disc one, disc two. What's the... what? Because obviously there's a theme. The first half is kind of a little bit slower. It's not as upbeat. The second half, I think, is a little more upbeat. Mm-hmm. What's the trap and what's the pop? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't... Going through this album, I completely forgot that it was a double album because... It keeps to me a similar vibe overall. I don't think it changes too drastically, you I'm, know, from from the two. I'm just wondering if he's sort of say like in the in the title saying, "Hey, like, like one transition from the other." I'm thinking tra- trap is pop right now. Mm-hmm. So, are you really a trap star turned pop star, or, or are you just did a pop the genre star? adapt to you? Right. I do like that he kind of played off of T Pain's rapper turned singer. Mm-hmm. Because he does use a lot of autotune, and that's one of his biggest criticisms is, hey, maybe you overutilize autotune, which I can I, I can get on that bus. Of you think so? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What was your first impressions of the album just kicking it off with a song like Dreamin'? Because I think Dreamin' was a pretty uh, strong start. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I didn't really write too much in depth about what I thought about the song, right. but I wrote effective intro, kind of melly sounding. Like, it was melly. very, mm-hmm. like... Uh, mixed personalities sounding to me at first. I could see that. The reason the reason why I also could see the comparison to Melly is the fact that they both inhabit this lane of they are more rappers than singers, but they sing more than most rappers. Yeah. So I can see that. And P&B Rocks utilizes autotune. The to me the best parts of it are in songs like Dreamin' where it's accenting his voice a bit, but it's not metallic. There are certain songs on here where it just sounds like pans scraping. This is, yeah, this is a little more... Uh, so this is the human version of Nav, where Nav is the human analog version yes. of Nav. Like, this sounds a little more real. Mm-hmm. But it, the, some of my feelings I have for Nav, I sort of have for PNB Rock a little bit. I think PNB Rock is a better artist. PNB Rock's uh, songwriting is a lot better. Oh, most definitely. There's there's not as much cringy lyrics. The only thing I hated was the dick in your soul. Okay, you see, that one wasn't so that. bad for me. I hated that. I, I wrote a quote down. Let's see where I wrote it. Which song was it? Oh, where are we at? It was towards the end, I believe. It's where he says something about uh, sending dick pics to you. Yeah, I'm sending dick pics <laughs> to you all night long. Dude, this is oh, that's stupid. this is 2019. Yeah, and this is the same song that he sounded just like Young Thug on. Which mm-hmm. I guess if you are doing your best Young Thug impression, you can't say some ignorant shit because smoking on penises. Mm-hmm. But Young Thug's a god. PMB Rock. He said no homo after that though. Don't oh, because that. that makes it better. <laughs> it's 2008. <laughs> no homo, bro. You can say. <laughs> You can say whatever you wanted as long as you said no. Saw, dude. Which is already that kind of aging terribly. Saw, Saw dude. did. Saw, dude. Saw did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so the first track, effective intro. Effective um, intro. I Need More to me was a bit of a lull. Yeah, I rated it a three. Yeah. That I was him doing fair. his best uh, Ty Dolla Sign impression. The that is thing. a fantastic comparison between the two. Jake's got me on this 06 MacBook, so we're just... It really is like a... It, it's old. It's a plat... Oh, what the Man, fuck? Hakeem doesn't understand the gestures from back in 2009. No, I don't, dude. I haven't been on this Mac wave long. 
I haven't either, but this one has, has been pretty confusing. All right, I think you're good. Just don't scroll too fast. Okay. Um, no, it's very Ty Dolla Sign sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he sounds a lot like Ty Dolla Sign at spots. He but, sounds like X on a few songs. Where he, he sounds like Travis in a few songs. Very much so like Travis. Very much Travis inspired. I don't want to get, I hate to say this because I wrote this at the end of my notes, but he is like the poor man's Travis to me. Like he sounds like he's trying to achieve Travis music, mm-hmm. but like from a basement like lab setup. I think you're a little bit closer when you were saying he's very much like a Ty Dolla Sign because to me, Ty Dolla Sign, the reason why I don't really gravitate to his music is he's more a singer to me. Yeah. So uh, an album That's... of his, is it would not really entertain me. No. But PMB Rock appeals more to me because I'm not so much into... You know the the pop rap right. singers, you know, like a Ty Dolla Sign or Kid Ink. Kid Ink is a good example. Where I didn't really care I don't for him. care for him. Yeah, even in his prime, I didn't he's not him. really relevant anymore in in that aspect. But he didn't encompass that that side of oh yeah, where he was kind of just singing. But P and B Rock to me more so. You're right. He is like trying to achieve that Travis Lane, but he does enough of his own thing. To where I would compare him more to like a Ty Dolla Sign. See, I think he's kind of a chameleon. But he's like, a lot more tolerable than Ty Dolla Sign for me. Not tolerable, just a more enjoyable. If we're if we're over, looking over, uh, if we're gonna album. compare an album to album, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to this before I go to a Ty Dolla Sign album. Right. But if you put artists, a single artist versus artist or single versus single, you're gonna get Ty Dolla Sign all the way because Ty Dolla Sign can play guitar. He's very versatile, whether it be a rock song he's on. Remember the uh, Afraid of the Dark or Scared of the Dark on the Spider-Verse right, soundtrack right. with X and Wayne? That was very cool. That was his... I, that's, I was shocked. I even said it on the podcast. I, I think I said, why is Ty Dolla Sign in rap? Mm-hmm. Like if yeah, you, can you sing like, If you can sing like that, you could be on a rock tour. Right, right. Um, which I get... I mean, rap is the new rock. He is overall... Uh, he does have more tools in his arsenal. His, he just has a more soulful voice <laughs> if we're comparing vocals to vocals. Rapper... If if we if I gotta hear somebody rap, I'd rather hear PNB rock rap than Ty Dolla Sign. Also, I just... I think this album is a little more... More my speed. Like, it's, it was it's shallow. It's shallow. It's short. But it's... But it's something... That's how Hakeem likes his girl. Shallow, short, and thick. <laughs> and thick. Somehow this album is thick. Maybe it's thick with features, I guess. Does have a lot of features. Can we talk about okay? Since we're on the features, the best feature on this album. What can you guess? guess? Well, okay. You can't really feature. Like I don't like that Diplo is featured. No, I don't. But that's. I think that's the best product. Like produced song. Um, I gotta give it to. And it's hard. I really like T Grizzly's verse, and I don't like T Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really, I mean, I've shitted on him in the past. Right. I like that one. I like the Little Skies track, even though it's a single. Quavo's feature was my favorite. Quavo's was good. I was gonna do this, which you know now because we've looked at it, and you may mm-hmm. have known. But I was gonna ask Hakeem, true or false? Are the Migos featured on "Fuck Up the City"? Because it took me to the I've... third listen to realize that was Molly Mall. I thought that was takeoff. Yeah. I'm going to read you word for word. Where are we at? All right. I wrote it too. I said that... Where's it at? No, it's number seven. Fuck number up the seven. city. See, when you write too much. Fuck up the where You mean where all the notes are? Literally <laughs> the most amount of notes I took were on this. Um, so... 
So I said, remember the shittiest verse on Tyga's song, Molly? Yeah, that's Molly Mall. That's the third feature. Or the second feature. And I, it really took me till the third listen to figure out that that wasn't takeoff or offset. It's, uh, I agree with you. I, I thought it was Amigos feature when I heard it the first two times. <clears throat> yeah, I could see that. I thought, I, I thought for, for a second it was Amigos feature, but today I checked and it was Molly Mall. Who who wasn't bad at all on the track? Not on this Not track. Memorable. Very very Migos sounding. Like obviously he knew what he was formula. doing. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Um, but yeah, if, if for those of you who would like to go back, go listen to Tyga's song Molly, and it, it's a terrible feature. That, that might be a terrible song by now. I can't seem to find Molly. I actually think it was a Molly Mall song, and it had Molly. all those people featured on it. Molly, Molly. Do you remember that robotic oh, remember. ass voice? Yeah, that was Nav. <laughs> That was Nav's mom. <laughs> that was the the birth giving of, of Nav. Nav heard that song and goes, I could do a whole career off that. <laughs> yeah, that was some like 16-year-old kid in his mom's house. Um, before we move on to the middle child track, let's talk about the T Grizzly verse a little bit. Yeah, let's do I was I was kind of shocked. A friend of mine... Uh, used to listen to, or I guess still listens to T Grizzly. T Grizzly, uh, his his debut album I actually did enjoy. See, I just couldn't get into it. Just I don't know, I don't know why. But he was just, I mean, riding hard for T Grizzly, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, he fucking sucks. Yeah, he fucking sucks. And I mean, mainly, I was just trying to gas him up. I guess just kind of piss him off. <laughs> yeah. But when I heard that, it, I, I, I'll give him some respect off that verse. Yeah, absolutely. He he sound he to me he embodied uh, Meek Mill. If you go back to that album, it's very much something that like I could see Meek Mill dropping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not not in the way he sounded, just in the subject the stuff matter. He, yeah, because I know he was just getting out of jail. And the fact that Meek Mill was in jail at that time yeah. when when T Grizzly's album came out, I was like, oh, okay, I see the lane he's trying to take right now. Yeah. But then he kind of got quiet after that. I didn't really hear too much. So. Um, yeah, but I'll give him some respect on that. And I rate, that was one of the higher rated tracks. I rated this six. Pull up with mine. Yeah, I, I would give this one. That's what I, I rated. That's what I rated that seven. Track. Yeah, seven. I would give. I would give this track about a seven. I think. It, I think the energy's good. All the production on here, to me, I think was done very, very well. Yeah, there wasn't anything. I mean, and trap's not hard. Like the formula's mm-hmm. not hard. So if you make a bad trap beat. You're just a bad producer. Right. I mean, you can make a trap beat with loops. You could have given these beats to Migos and came up with a Migos album out of this pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What you're saying. Yeah. The, the, which there's another track, which we'll, I'm sure we'll come across it. But while we're talking about features, let's move on to the Middle Child, because that was probably, as as an industry, that was probably the most anticipated feature. Yes. And definitely most, most anticipated from us, too. Yeah. You know? um, what was your first reaction when you heard it? That X sounded great. Yeah, that's what. Well, see, I knew it was going to sound good because they were friends and they had been in the studio before. So I knew this was probably, probably had a live feature. This was also probably recorded around the same time they were also doing Smash, Smash. Yeah. So I knew when I saw he was going to have a feature, I knew okay, I was okay. This isn't like we talked about Peep and Mac. It's not going to sound dead when we hear him. Like it's not going to be a reminder. Like oh, he's dead. That part right there. That so much cash in my jeans. Yeah, Louis V. Pocket watch. Yeah. That that whole that that so, whole post course is so good. The first when I first heard it, I was kind of let down. Like I was like, oh, that was kind of just average. average right? And then I thought, well, look at what Smash was. Smash wasn't anything crazy. Obviously, the biggest feature on Question Mark was Joey Badass. That was, I mean, that was a huge that's a, collaboration. That's a, that might be like a 
that's like a top that might be X's best song. Yeah. But so I get it. Like obviously Smash was didn't really have a lot of subject matter. It was just for I mean, it was technically oh, proficient. Really like a lemonade. Yeah, it was yeah. just like really just mumbling. It was just catchy. It was catchy. That's yeah. all it was. It was my least favorite track. Jake liked it, but it doesn't fit the album. But mm-hmm. it's a good track. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but then when I listen to it, literally every time I've listened beyond the first listen, I've grown more fond of the X feature every time I've heard it. Yes, um, it's definitely heavy rotation nineteen. It, it, the, it yeah, went it's, into it's your list. Yeah. I'm I'm conflicted. There's two songs that I want to add. I only have two from this. I was this gonna album. talk about them at the end. Okay. When we sum them all up. I'm trying to remember what was the other one though. Just click away from that. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the I only had two, but I'm sure we'll get to the rest. There goes my pencil. No more notes. No more notes on this for podcast. You, uh, while we're talking about features, obviously we talked about how Diplo is. Kind of a feature, kind that, of an owner of the track. Yeah, that you one liked that one, huh? Yeah, it was it was mastered really well. That if he wanted to go a pop route and stay pop, I think he could do it well and make money. Like this would be a very good radio hit. I will not be surprised if it does hit the radio. Also, shout out to King Henry, who's also credited for producing on that beat. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean Diplo does a good job of of taking rap sound and, and making it very mainstream. The verse is so out of place with what he was. So maybe this is the pop side of yeah. the album. So that's what I was thinking. Like it, w- it was very pop sounding. But then I, if you you can look at it, if you look at it, so go and listen to it once and look at the top track, oh, the top eight nine tracks, mm-hmm. and say, is this the pop? And then listen to the next one and say, is this the pop? You really cannot pinpoint it to any of them. I, I would argue between the two. <clears throat> ABCD's on there, very pop. Um, I like girls with little skies, pretty pop. All these bands, Tory Lanes, that's that's to me that's automatically pop. Swerving with Diplo's pop, but you're right. But see, like when I sonically think, they sound very much. They all I think, sound very, about the same. When I think pop, I'm thinking for us like 90, 98.9 is right. like a it's the light rock they play like all like like the the smash hits from. The 70s up until now. Mm-hmm. If we're t- talking like just strictly pop, not what pop is right now, being that trap is it's where you're pop, seeing man. most of the pop, I think the only one that you could really argue would stand the test of time would be Swerving. Interesting. What? Dude, is that that? Hold the MacBook up to the mic. I think that's a fan. That is some machinery right there. This thing, guys, this thing weighs fifteen pounds. This, I'm that MacBook is from years. the Obama administration, like the begin, like the first. I think Obama gave this to you. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> no, he gave Chance a, a laptop. You don't remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he gave Chance a laptop when he worked with him. So no. you know, I was trying to big you up actually. Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Man, that is some machinery. Okay, can you so, hear it still? Yeah, a little bit, but it's providing knowledge. Uh, it's not really bothering me. It may bother the listeners. I hope it doesn't you think bother it bothers the listeners? That's what I'm worried about. That is so live. That bothers With the that, listeners. we will be right <laughs> back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. 
All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we had a little cleanup. <laughs> that was probably one of the most live moments that we've had that we've been able to keep. Some of the ones we get to go in and we end up telling like dead baby jokes or just something really cringy that, we, that we've never told a dead we baby have, joke. Yeah, no, we that was just to tell you how crazy the spectrum gets sometimes <laughs> around here. That's that's as good as me saying, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I was trying to tell a story and censor the names and I kept saying the names so we had to keep going back and re-recording. The whole story, which took like a minute to tell, took, ended up taking 10 minutes by the time we recorded it, cut it, edited it, <laughs> cut it, re-recorded it. It was terrible. It literally was, it took four tries. It yeah. took four tries. It was amazing. Then I finally got it. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> Shout out to the origin of the Apple Watch. <laughs> um, so we were talking about Middle Child. Yes. Um, pretty much when I we talked about the track, when I first saw it and saw that it was titled the same way Jake Holds in Middle Child, kind of talking about like the new generation collaborating with the old generation, mm. I was like, is he going to kind of call him out in kind of the same way Corday did? Yeah. By using the 1985 beat for his song, Old Ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then to come out and to hear, and it's nothing about that at all, I thought was kind of odd. Because he even capitalized it. J. Cole had his capitalized. It could have just been... I don't know. He, I, I, he knew that it, titling it that way would have just gotten people to listen to it, even though it had X on it, so he didn't yeah. even need to do that. By the age of 13, bitch, I was young and wild. That was the one, Mama had five Mama boys. Me, I was the middle child. Yeah, oh yeah. By the age of 13, bitch, I was running wild. That's it. That was beautiful. You yeah. do the acapella? Yeah. Yeah. You, here, let's just the share fans pack. That fan is blowing some heat. The fans back lately. Hakeem will have to bring his more modern yeah. MacBook next time. That like one's six, my old 2016. Like I really think it's from 2007. Yeah, oh yeah. This this thing's like 12 years old. Yeah. If you just shut it, it shouldn't yeah. stop. Okay. Who knows that technology? See, that's a good one to like. Look at these stickers, though. Guys, yeah. let's talk about the stickers on this ship. Wolf sticker. A lot of Odd Future. Every Zoomies yeah. one. Obey. Rockstar. I took a picture for the gram. We'll put it up We're after. We're going to put it up. This is beautiful. This is the one I'm most proud of. There, I found this in Michigan. It's like some organization that's called Everybody Loves Everybody. Ah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And Planet Fitness. That that would just fit right there in the O of the Odd Future Donut. It worked perfect. And the color <laughs> scheme was the same. Yep. Uh, that that wolf Square sticker is wolf. from the album. Like it came I remember out of that. the deluxe version. I remember that. And the diamonds fly everywhere. Beautiful. Yeah. That was the Ma- that was the Zoomies and Mac collab. Buy it for ten thousand dollars on <laughs> ten, StockX. Ten thousand five. The one good thing about that MacBook is you can like watch cringy porn and stuff on it because the NSA can't actually track it with it being that old. At least that's what the guy who I bought it from told me. <laughs> I do get weird. He's just over here. phone calls You're every now and then. Looking at foot porn all day. No. That that album is that that's or that MacBook is the one that we always talk about having all the music on it. Like that yes. is the that's ten ten thousand thousands. Tens of thousands. Tens tens of of thousands. Um, pretty much all of Dat Piff is on here. Yes. So back to the album. Yeah, that's the Datpiff server. That's the Datpiff server. This is where you're downloading all your shit from when you go to Datpiff. That means somebody must have been downloading like the Drought series or something, or sorry for the wait, <laughs> and that's the fan that you heard. <laughs> or Days Before Rodeo. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's talk, we were talking about features. Um, the Tory Lanez feature was... That was my yeah. least favorite. Yeah. That was my least favorite. The song was very much... 
it was just kind of a lovey-dovey song, pretty much. Yeah. The feature with A Boogie, you said at the beginning, A Boogie sounded weird. It, it, was, it didn't even... It, I still can't comprehend that that's him. Yeah. I don't know. The effects on both their voices were kind of obnoxious. I didn't really care for it. The beginning was definitely like young... This was a young Thug song. If it was a young Thug song, mm-hmm. I would have probably given it higher than a four. Right. Um, I don't know. It, I wasn't that excited. I'm not a big A Boogie fan. Me either. I, I think A Boogie is... He's a bit of an anomaly to me because... He does very well numbers-wise, and he also has some commercial hits from what I understand, but I don't know anybody who listens to him. Yeah, I don't know anybody that's an A-Boogie fan. Right. Like, you tell me, like, point out... I did, like, one song that he did, Drowning with Kodak. Kodak. Yeah, I like that. That's really the only song I like. And that's probably his more commercial hit, too. Yeah, that was... Looking at numbers. Um, Yeah. I didn't really have any expectation for it, so I wasn't let down, I guess, by any means. I skip it, though. I won't really go back to it. Um, the Lil Durk feature. I love Lil Durk. See, I don't love Lil Durk. I mean, I just, I've never been like a, I wasn't really a huge fan of him when he was popping. Right. So, I, I mean, it really didn't do too much for me, but it wasn't bad by any means. He has a song with Logic that people should check out. What song is that? Little Dirt. Yeah. Oh, Little Logic is featured on a Little Dirt yeah. song? Okay, yeah. I'll check that out. Oh, what's that called? Turn Up. Okay. I'm just really trying to turn, I, I'll trying look to that turn up. up. It's crazy. Because like we talked about earlier, I'm a big Logic fan, but I'm not. like it, The stands, like we are with Travis, like we know every feature Travis has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like that with Logic, so that's how I'd probably miss that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about one song in particular, the ABCD. I like the concept of that song. I like the concept. It could have been executed way better. The problem with me is that ABCD... Pl- uh, Rhyme scheme is played out. Like, a lot of rappers have done that. Yeah. Like, uh, the most recent one I can pull is um, ASAP Rocky on Peso. I got the A, B, C's, bad bitch, double D, poppin' E, I don't give a F, told you I'm a G, A, S, A, P. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just a different variation of something we've But I thought his was a little, uh, it was a little, it was too corny. Oh, no, with the A. What he says is, I met her in the, in the A. A. Told, told her, her about B. He, no, I think he said told her about B. I think is what he said. What is it? Wait, wait, I've got it. No, it's told. I think it's told her where I be. Okay, wait. Anyway. Wait, go. Please, let's pull it up. We we got genius up here. We yeah. gotta look this up. Because I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. It was called A B C D. This a lot of people. You can hear that's uh. Dang, how many tracks have <laughs> people Rogers done? Right there, friends. Uh, Oh, so this was a single. Yes. Okay. Matter. Okay. Told her where. Told I'd her be. where I'd be. I thought he yes. said told her about B, which that no. makes a little more sense. It's a more personable. No, but like B told B. her where. I'd, but oh, told okay. her about B. Uh, that's what I thought he said. That's uh, actually that's better, wittier. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Um, that's what he says. Better. I just want to see. She just wanted the D. So I, thought, I think the that, concept was that good. sucked. It could have. It been, was the ending. It could have been executed better. But it was that ending. She just wanted the D. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like he should have continued. Mm-hmm. Like oh man, I only got four. Just except Rocky did all the way G. down. G. Yeah. It also was the fact that he. I mean, ending it like that. She just wanted the D. Like that's kind of just lackluster overall. And you could do a lot more. With yeah, I mean, this is the same guy that said, "Send her dick pics all night." And dick the dick in her soul. They I've heard that one before. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. Who? Oh my god! I'm not gonna put like, you on the spot ne- like that. Like I've never. Sli- you never heard anybody say like snatched your soul? 
I've seen, I've heard like, that, so, but like putting dick in her soul. <laughs> some people are about spirituality and soul in different ways, I guess. <laughs> I'll light some incense and I mean, sit outside the people. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like if y'all are on the astral plane, I guess you put your dick in her soul. Yeah. Um, were there any other songs that like just really stood out to you that you thought were worth talking about? If we're looking, I'm gonna pull it up on here. I got it. I got. I can at least look at the song. To me, the best songs off this album were "Dreaming," uh, "Go to Mars," "Middle Child," "Fuck Up the City." Nowadays, nowadays, actually, we should talk about that one a little okay. bit. Nowadays is a probably the most personal P and B rock uh, song. It sort of talks about his struggle, gives us a look into his life. And that brief look, for a split second, Jake, I had a feeling like, oh, I could see, like, being a oh, fan of this. He, no, he could be very lyrical. There's shining moments of that throughout the album, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, in Penny Proud, he talks about wanting to make his mom proud. That was a great, that was, a, to me, that was a great song in the fact that it was a feel-good song. Uh, the Penny Proud, I like the the callback to the Proud family. I also enjoyed the fact that it was something that we could all relate to. Yeah. And, I mean, he has shot... Like you said, there's moments where he kind of shows himself as a person. Like, in Dreaming, he talks about getting out the mud. Mm-hmm. He, he's, I can't believe it. Like, he talks about his come up, which in yes. rap, a lot of people th- say that's overstated in rap. People say no. it too much. Middle Child is also... I mean, we know for a fact X has done time for... Uh, crimes in the past, yeah. you know, when he was when he was robbing and fighting yeah. and all that stuff. So I think that could that could be a look into his life yeah, as he well. Has, he has good moments of being personable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he may not even know where he's wanting to kind of align himself because right. he still is commercially and successfully a young artist. He's done music since 2015, mm-hmm. but obviously we haven't heard about him, and the mainstream hasn't heard about him until the past two years. Right. So, that that album that mixtape he put out in 2017 was also very well be- received. The one with the blue background. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I, I if he gets a little more lyrical, I may listen and buy in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think he has his place and he has a lane. He has a lane, absolutely. I think he right now he could either go the pop route or he could really try to. I think tone his sound, find his own space. And uh, come with his come with a more personal story on the next album. Another person who I think suffers from this is also featured on this album is Tory Lanez. Yeah, you know, very much so. Where they are both artists that they're technically proficient. If Sometimes. you heard them on a track, for the yeah. most part, right, ninety percent of the time, maybe a little less than that for PMB Rock, but they are uh, they're technically proficient. You see their appeal. But you don't know where they're gonna go with their sound. Yeah, this is kind of this is checks and balances to me. Like, you he could go a little more personable and make some music like where Juice World is kind of towing a good line. Where, hey, the shit I'm talking about is dark, mm-hmm. but it's still a hit. Same way that the, I think Lil Lil Skies will never top his song I, because while it aligns with so much of the trap sound and what's popular right now, like if you go and look at what he's talking about, very personal. Yeah, it doesn't. The, the two don't match. Like the mm-hmm. sound and the. So I, I don't know. There's a balance. This is, this is what offsets. I think some of the the people that maybe kind of like the sound but think Juice World is too dark. Okay, 
And also, I could see somebody who likes the Khalid album enjoying yes. this album. Yeah, because he there's a lot of that because he I think he is trying to say, hey, where is the line between trap and pop? And you just pop, hard. pop fans, uh, casual rap fans, even maybe some um, uh, Post Malone fans as well. Overall, I really do think that this album was executed in a way where it was enough uh, to to make me look to make me respect PNB Rock and realize he's not a one trick pony, but it's not enough to convert me personally into a fan. Yeah, no, How, not for me either. However, I would I would overall I would give this album I would give it about a five and a half. Okay. Um, some of my highlights, we already said, I think it's very Ty Dolla Sign sounding. Uh, he's good at being a chameleon, I think. Like he could very so. I would not. Don't take this the wrong way, you or listeners, mm-hmm. but kind of Kevin Abstract ish, kind of taking all these different like subgenres of rap and the sounds and doing them very well. But I think Kevin Abstract does it with more art. But I think PMB Rock can emulate a few different sounds of rap and and, and different well. people that's where yeah. him and Tory Lanez also kind of matches where they both could can do pull from their contemporaries and sometimes almost too much where they sound where you're like I'd rather hear that artist do this song yeah. than you um I mean as far as any other highlights not a lot of replay value for me my two top tracks were middle child and I like girls I would go back to dreaming I would go back to fuck up the city Middle Child, Penny Dreamin Proud. Dreamin' may make my list. I like that one. Thinking yeah. back on it. Yeah. Penny Proud, Nowadays. Um, I like Girls, maybe even. But those five are, are, are good songs. Are They're when, good in that I would recommend them. They're not high high on my replay list, but they could potentially make it into my rotation. Yeah. When I did my, my math, actual math rating, it got a 4.8. Three repeating, so I gave it a five. So it's yeah. close to the five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just not a lot of replay value for me. With really only liking two out of the eighteen tracks that I would go back to, or that I wouldn't skip. Like I, I do this a lot with my phone. I don't know. You probably do it with yours. If you just go to songs and hit shuffle, mm-hmm. like I guess sixteen out of eighteen would get skipped on this album if right. they came through. The only two that I would not skip would be Middle Child. Would, like would you go back to go to Mars with T Grizzly? No. I don't, okay. I don't care for T Grizzly. I mean, I'll give him respect. Like the next time someone says, "Oh, you hate on T Grizzly," I can kind of slip in like the "No, I have black friends" card and be like, "No, <laughs> no I, I like, like this one song." song. Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, I like this one verse. Um, so yeah, I could kind of pull that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give Grizzly some respect on it. But it, outside of this, he hasn't impressed me too much. Are you gonna listen to the next PNB Rock album if it comes out? Are you anticipating yeah. it more than you did I this mean, one? For the podcast purpose, obviously, I'm willing to review anything. But yes, I would tune in out. Side of this, I'll, I'll listen to the next one to see what the growth or decline has been. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, I, I I just want to say check this out, guys. If you if you are a pop, the fan, Khalid note was if you like the Khalid yes. album, you'll like this. If or you did enjoy the Khalid album, there are the the songs off of this you might like for like A B C D, Swervin, um, Penny Proud. I think I think anybody would like Penny Proud, and. Um, there's one more at the bottom. My ex. My ex. Would, yeah, that was very... Oh, even how it feels. There's a lame how it feature feels. on the deluxe. Yeah, right? the deluxe. It was all right. I went through and listened. There's five extra tracks. 
the problem with me, we're, and we're not reviewing the deluxe version. For me, the deluxe version is stuff that didn't make the cutting room floor. Yeah. Or, or you know, so exactly. it should have been left off probably for the most part. Like these songs, yeah, didn't or just add stuff that didn't fit. It. And a lot of times, that's why you see deluxe versions come out the week after, right? Because the artist will let you sit with the album, and then also it's just like trying to get more sales. You yeah, know? I mean, it's right some now, industry shit. I mean, Young Boy is still being talked about in the media pretty heavy, and just hip hop circles, not really pop circles. Roddy Rich is kind of having a little buzz behind him in mm-hmm. hip hop. So between that and then obviously the Wayne, you're going to get streams just off of those three alone. Also, again, P&B Rock does have fans. Yeah, we're not saying by any means he doesn't. Yeah. He did say a line, the one he says on stage fright. He says that I perform for 50,000 people, but when I see you, I have stage fright. The only way P&B Rock has ever performed for 50,000 people has been a festival. Yeah. The only way. Yeah, it's hard to believe that he would do a 50,000 person. The Bible Center, to put it in perspective for you, is 13,000 people. Oh. Yeah. No. And Russ, Russ does 5,000. And that's like impressive for him. I wish I had the Kawhi button for when you said <laughs> Russ does 5,000. <laughs> no, but that's like, I think that's him like by himself. Or maybe it was 10,000 or something. He did some big well, numbers. For apparently. Russ, that's big numbers if yeah. you go to any city. Like if That's by himself. Cool. Yeah. By himself. good numbers. I mean, if you're traveling the United States. Yeah. Because he doesn't have the followers that he... And also, he alienates himself on purpose already. So thinking that I somebody, talk about Russ. I think PNB Rock could do like those numbers. Do you think PNB Rock is kind of a an outcast? No, no, no. I no. just the only feature that really stood out to me as being like as a industry X. is people love him was Quavo. Yeah. X has controversy. T Grizzly is Lil Skies. People love Lil Skies. Tory Lanez is pretty good. A Boogie with the hoodie yeah, is. I thought safe. I thought Lil Skies. I mean, he doesn't really have a bunch of huge like Lyrical Lemonade has been his top thing with I, but he never really had any like huge radio. But game. those videos blew up. Oh um, yeah, for Red Rose. I can't remember the name off of the first album. But just what I'm saying, like Quavo obviously has, he's making money outside of music. He's on TV. Mm-hmm. That's why when I was looking at these, I was like, okay, these are traditionally like in, in hip hop good features. Right. But when you're wanting to penetrate a pop scene, I would have picked, picked bigger a, names. Yeah, or saying? people that are more like aligned with pop. Wayne arguably could do that, even though it's on the deluxe version. Like I said, A Boogie with the Hoodie to me is the most, is the biggest out of these list of people. He has the most. Um, Appeal to the casual fam. Oh, yeah. A Boogie, Diplo, and Tory Lanez, arguably, those three have that reach. Not really Tory Lanez at the end of his career, because even before he was killed, Sag is controversial, though. So that's the only reason why I don't mention him. And also, he has diehard fans, and PB Rock also, I think they were more so friends. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't really have too much more on the album. I'm, I'm good with that. I think it's something that. Y'all should check out. That's all I could say. I'll give my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's hit what you're rocking. Um, yes. We had, obviously, the glass falling was kind of an interruption to the, the flow. So we're a little, like our bullet points are a little thrown off, and we're going to hit them all. Yes. Uh, there's not too much new stuff coming out. Um, the ones, Travis Scott ones, the official release is Saturday. So those, I can't wait. I, I'm going to try. I mean, I've, I've, I've had good too. luck with sneakers at here lately. The past two drops that I've wanted, I've got... And they all sold out within a minute. So 
That was good. Jake's getting blessed by the RNG gods right now. The yeah, but I'm going to be pissed if I got like a pair of fear gods and a pair of Earth Day blazers, and then, and then uh, my Travis luck Scott. is just out on the ones. But think about how many ones. more people are going for the ones in those two, even. I know. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, those are coming out. Uh, the the lows are coming out too. I don't yeah. know how much different they're going to be than the highs, but those to me, well, the lows those are more my yeah. speed. In the, the lows, lows, I think they're doing an SB. Yeah, too. That's so an SB. That, it's a little bit wider of a profile. Um, I talked about this on the episode that no one will hear, but I did get a pair of Fear God uh, Nike moccasins. I keep forgetting that man. Nobody's gonna. Ever no one's ever gonna episode. hear. It. But we did it, and I feel we like, oh it. yeah. And you'll get the next. See the the good thing about it. There's pros and cons and trade-offs yeah. to everything in life. Obviously, the next one will be shorter, but it'll probably be more concise. Our ideas will be Aaron overboiled, probably. Aaron, our secret guest that I came just spilled <laughs> with. This is live today, obviously. Uh, no, we talked about Aaron and talked yeah. about having him on, so right. he is our our special guest. Yes. So you will meet him. We're recording this week, so it'll be out mm-hmm. soon after. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so I talked about the fear gods and those. I just got it because it's fear god. That's not really all it is. They're it's, cool though. They are cool. They're it's cool. I think you can drip. You can definitely dress them. Yeah. You, they work for you. I can't make that shoe work, but I think you can. So uh, as far as drops, that's all. It's really the triple coming. black LeBron sixteens yeah, are are coming out. Um, I'm excited for those. May seventeenth, I think, is the release date for those. I'm a sucker for all black hey, shoes. Go, uh, guy I work with, his name is Zach. He went, it was either Foot Locker or Finish Line at the mall. They have waiting lists for the shoes that drop. Go put your name on the waiting list. You probably may get them. And then pick up Igor while you go and pick your shoes up because that drops same day. Yeah, you're right. I'll go to FYE and then I'll get some pretzels on the way out. That's some black excellence, Igor and triple black LeBrons. That's amazing. Yeah. so daily fit, what you rocking today? I got on, I got on the preem. I got um, some Walmart khakis that are showing my thighs out. Like it's nobody's business, and we got the white Yeezys on, folks. Is that canvas or suede? This is this is a canvas, Kevin. Okay. You want to feel that? Oh, I mean now I know that it's canvas. Yeah, but from a like a even a foot away, it kind of looks like suede. You know, how right. suede gets that like rough texture yep. after it's been weathered. Yep. No, this is a canvas cap. Supreme canvas cap came out in the I think it was fall. Um, last year, the problem with this hat is it gets hot as hell. Unless you have vents in that one. Yeah, and even that is like is still hot. Which these kind of make sense because when I saw the hat, I was like, "Why the hell are these on here?" And then I was like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. So. Well, I'm used to like the traditional like new era like actual like baseball hat. They make that shit out of like wool or something like extremely hot. So my head is just used. To just used hot. to. It. And you got hair on top of that. See, I don't even have hair. I wonder if you notice it more because the sweat beads up and rolls. Like mine, I guess, just soaks into my hair. Everybody I work with, everybody I work with, whenever they have, they look at me, they just start laughing because I'm sweating like two minutes into the day. Well, I can't do it. Uh, So my daily fit, I've got on my sister bought this one for my birthday. Fire. Yeah, it's nice. It's, man, I hate it. I hate where it comes from. I don't even want to talk about it. It's so upsetting. It came from like Palmetto the Palmetto Moon, Moon place. She Palmetto got it for Moon. me. It's called Color okay. Comforts. They make these like weird colors. Like it's a, it's not a lavender. It's not. I it's don't like know. a fuchsia. Yeah. So they make these pocket tees. There's like this pre-worn shirt. So they're like you get them and they feel like a shirt you've worn for like a year. Like everybody knows the shirts that they wear that yeah. they've had forever. That's what it feels like. So I'm wearing a purple shirt, jeans as usual, and a pair of the, the iridescent right or iridescent purple react. So they changed color in the light. I didn't know that. I'm glad I got these and not the orange ones. The orange ones would have been really flashy. These are ten times cooler. I'm not a big fan of the React. 
I wasn't either. I just want this colorway looked cool online, and I was like, I haven't tried a pair yet. I'm jealous, dude. I would wear those. Adidas has got to do something for me, because it's been checks over stripes lately, and I don't I, like that. You know, I'm a power phase boy always. I'm trying to get some black power phases for the hell of it, honestly. Some Calabasas ones. That's the cheapest colorway right now, isn't it? Yeah. Why not? Uh, the white ones, um, I, I got those. They went up a little bit in price, but honestly not out of the question for me. They're they're uh they're just really a good work shoe. The leather's super soft, um, and it's and it's hypey shit. You know, yeah. I can just get say that I got easy. Shoe. Yeah, I, like I use it. the rubber on the bottom is actual continental, like the tire mm-hmm. rubber. Yep. So super comfortable. Most shoes, like I mean, when you look at cars, that is really like the shoes on the cars, and they're made to compress even in the rubber. Right. And you can tell when you wear that shoe. Like the rubber is actually compressing when you walk to it's just you can tell a difference in that rubber and like just the traditional whatever polymer rubber they use on regular yeah. adidas uh, but they've got to do something nike is killing them with sneakers right also now. all the i mean travis scott kind of takes up the air talk he's he did the sixes he did the ones he's doing the lows i mean he's coming at a vengeance what was it? Wasn't it five sixes? No, there were sixes. No, so those weren't sixes. There were sixes. Those Look weren't. Them up. I promise. Look them up. We're about to. Travis Scott sixes. That's those Apple keys. That's a sound you know if you know. Oh, bro, he did. Look at them. They leaked. I don't know if they ever dropped. Those are the leak. They have a yes, pocket on them. No, those are fours. That's what I'm saying. I, I know. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about the fours. These are six. It's the 32 also the, that he yeah. dropped. Yeah, he did the 33s, the 33s. ones. He did the Air Force ones. 33s kind of sucked, honestly. I like the way they look. They just didn't sell well in the like resale market. The, like it's just the not a cool shoe. And the fours are. It's just not a cool shoe. No, it's a ba- it's a true basketball shoe, like to the era right I just now. Don't like the Currys look like that. All of the basketball no, I'd, shoes. I'd rather wear the Curry sixes. That's offensive. That's offensive. Than those Jordan 30s. I'd rather wear a pair of Jordan 2s. Have you seen the Curry 6? Yes, I don't care. You for don't it. care for it. I don't fuck with it. Yeah. The the 4s, though, that he did last year were really, really cool. Yeah, the quality control was shit on them kind from what shitty. I've heard. Yep. Um, oh, my God. These that never... Yeah. That no, really got kind of a, the Air they, Force Yeah, ones. they dropped. They had a full drop, but it was limited. I mean, it was an actual release. Can we see the stock express on those? I mean, I'm seeing 756. Please just see what my size is. Look at that metallic. That metallic check is so sick. Let's see. And you can change them, too. Yeah. Oh, man. I, just know, I know how to use stock X. Yeah. We've done this before. You um, accidentally clicked bid. Oh, did I? 13. So, 13, you're looking at Seven. 769. You know what, guys? Damn. <sighs> If I wanted to cop a pair right now, I guess that's probably the only one on stock. Yeah. I'd be paying $10,060. Guess what? You know what, dude? Ones. I'm going to be 24. I'm not going to be on this earth forever. I might be buying those Air Force Ones for myself. The only thing I just hate is that they're canvas. That's the canvas sick. Air Force Ones get so dirty, mm. and it's hard to clean. The only good thing is they're white, so you I'm could a, bleach. I'm going to fuck them up, too. I see, I couldn't do that. Guys. They just look so clean with that gum sole They're and the off-white. Like when I say off-white, I mean like cream yeah. white that offsets. That's yeah, pretty wild. And the metallic check is just beautiful. Those are Dornbecker sixes over there. Oh my god! Look at those friends and family fours. So these are some friends and family fours. So it means they're just a very limited release. Over sixteen grand. Somebody's trying to get for them. Yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. Wow. 
And then of course all the other high fashion stuff pops up. I've never ever heard of that that colorway. That they I think they did the Apple logo on those if I'm not mistaken or something like that. The Some of this shit just PSG fives are going for eighteen hundred right now. That's mm-hmm. that's insane. They're not even a hype shoe. I guess the fives they didn't do it a lot of. So when the fives come out, people go crazy. Yeah, except for the all red ones I have. I like the all red ones. That's when they dropped the the red suede and the blue suede. Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the fits. So for the what you're rocking, since nothing was really coming out drop wise, the Met Gala uh, was yesterday, correct? The six was it last week or was it over the weekend? Before we said it was, I think it was over the weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. We're just going to talk about our reactions to some of the hip-hop or hip-hop-related people that went to. It's almost just like a first reaction, so we're just going to be like... So this article we're referencing is from Hip-Hop DX, so we're just going to go down it in the order that they have it in. Shout out to Hip-Hop DX. Cardi B. She looks like she's wearing a vagina. She knows. She looks like somebody pulled a tampon out, like just violent, (laughs) and it just... I think it's meant to look like a vagina, though. It's something sexy. You remember that? Did you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes. When when Doris Roberts makes the sculpture that looks like a vagina. Yeah. God, that's a funny episode. Guys, what I'm sorry thinking, for the What do you think of Nicki Minaj? Oh my god, so hot. Let's move on. I love you, Nicki. That's a typical. Yeah, it reminded me of just the old Barbie days, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian came with. The black Michael Myers. And by Michael Myers, I mean the guy from uh, Halloween. <laughs> Look at him. How Kanye's dressed in these like. He just doesn't want to be there, it looks He's like. wearing all black and like one of those. And I, I'm not hating on Carhartt. He's been wearing Carhartt lately, I mm-hmm. saw. Um, oh, no, But that's one dude. of the zip up Carhartt. They're going to blow up the spot. Your pocketies are going to cost like $900. Cabela's don't give a fuck about <laughs> Kanye West. Um, but he's just wearing like this canvas zip up jacket. He really looks like. A murderer in a movie. The posture and the the I don't want to be here face doesn't help either. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he Kim wants Kim be just being Kim showing off her. What makes her money? Spider body. Yeah. Now we move on to uh, Kylie Stuff. and Travis. So you remember last year Travis wore that all black suit, very similar to that with like the straps, and he had the little silver chain. Right. Um, looked very. People were saying he looks like he works on the Death Star, and it looks like he just played that up some more. He looks like he could be a communist soldier, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised someone thought of that. Like, look Gestapo. At those, look at those gloves. Like, dude, the gloves, police. huh? Yeah. It's the gloves. That's got to be hot, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like 5,000 degrees in there, probably. And you're standing next and to Kylie Jenner. Sweating. Who's wearing this, like... She looks Is he not like wearing a, a glove on his other hand? What a tool. No, no, the other glove is in this pocket, I thought. Oh, man. What do we... Okay, I blew it up. And guys, for the... um. For those I'll, of, I'll tweet this link, or I'll put it in the description, so if you want to go look at these, you'll look at those. Yeah. No, dude. That dude has one glove on. For those Michael of you who don't know, the every year the Met Gala... The Met Gala is a very exclusive uh, New York sort of fashion, just... Epi- it's not an epidemic, it's just something very, very highly... Uh, it's just a respect. big party, really. And it's, it's, all done about it's done by Vogue. It's done by Vogue. Yes, Anna Winter is Anna a Winter. component. Mm-hmm. She Im- she handpicks everybody who comes to the Met Gala. Tickets are over a hundred thousand dollars if yeah. you are selected, and then not to mention the fact that uh, the each year it has a theme. Last year it was um it was sort of related to uh, it was called Holy Beauty or something mm-hmm. like that, and everybody was dressing like the Vatican. 
this year it was camp themed and camp apparently it means uh, absurdist or funny. Yeah, or extreme clothing. Yes. Just just very outlandish. Or it, it, what did it say? Exaggerated yeah. clothing. Which, by like. the way, the Met Gala is always outlandish. Yeah. Anderson Pack because it's high here. fashion. Anderson Pack looks like a cowboy in this fit, and it looks fly as hell. Yeah, I like. I literally, I like every aspect of it except his Elton John looking glasses. The glasses to me completed. Um, yeah, I don't know what you would call that pattern. It kind of looks like a floor de lis. It looks like something that you'd see in like an old house, like old house old wallpaper. wallpaper. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like your grandmother's chair that yeah. she sat in. Um, this just upsets me. Every time I see Alicia Keys <laughs> and Swiss Beats, it depresses me. Jake's salty because ugly dudes are winning. Hold on, I, I wouldn't call Swiss Beat ugly. Like I don't, I wouldn't, he's not an ugly. Okay, individual. bald boys winning. Okay, you're taking it too far for me now. <laughs> Alicia Keys is just like. A goddess. Yeah, that's too fine a specimen for Swiss beats, <laughs> in my opinion. They are very tame, though, in this picture. Yeah, which right. they are. They're, they both are, really, in the way they portray themselves, at least to the media. Some they of seem them... to be kind of reserved about their clothing. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. When you, you don't. She is very similar to Chrissy Teigen as far as the way they are looked at. But Chrissy Teigen is very outspoken, mm-hmm. where Alicia Keys is more. I'm just going to stay quiet about this, and. I don't know. Alicia Keys is just reserved. A lot of women were were taking advantage of doing their hair up for the um, for the Met Gala. To me, the best one we haven't gotten to her yet, but it's um, um, Future's ex. Oh, Sierra. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. very natural. Sierra's Sierra's look here is amazing. Yeah. First of all, it reminds me of Poison Ivy, the Batman villain. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of her. She's very much embracing that, but the hair she looks, looks incredible. Dude. If you she go looks grab that, stunning. If that, and I'm so sorry for calling her future's ex, but it's Russell Wilson's wife. That's right. That's here. Yeah. I'm so sorry. The <laughs> highest paid NFL or quarterback. She looks like she could be on the cover of Rick James vinyl. Like I have a Rick yeah. James vinyl, and she looks like just like the women. But right just now. also just so regal. Yeah. Like oh my god, she's, she's just stunning. For lack of a better term, she's a classy broad to mm-hmm. uh, to take the '60s. Yeah, term. she's a classy broad. You gotta yeah. say it with like a New yeah. York accent. New Yorker. Oh, who? Um, fuck New Jersey. Oh, shout out French Montana. That's my uncle. We call him Amma Montana. Oh, that's not DJ Khaled. <laughs> no, dude, DJ Khaled would be out to here. <laughs> that's rude. Janelle Monae, I liked her. Sure, her outfit. That's Illuminati as fuck. It was very exaggerated. I think she was in theme. There are some people in here, and this one, you're right, it is very much in theme. It reminds me of, like, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I mean, it's very abstract. It looks like a Pablo Picasso painting. She's got on a hat that really has four hats on it. That's so sick. The dress has lipstick, like, off-centered to her body. You just have to see it, and then one of the... Look at the hands. Look at the way she's doing her hands, even. It's it's so, so unique. Frank Frank Ocean shows up in a... What looks to be like half a tuxedo with a North Face jacket That's over top. That's so fucking fly. Yeah. He said, fuck all y'all. Yeah. I am here. I would love to see Tyler at the Met Gala. You remember his blue Supreme that he wore for the Grammys? Yeah. With his polka dotted I, I'm hair? surprised he wasn't there. Solange. Oh, God. Beautiful. Where, uh, look, J-Lo is starting to look old. Look they at that u- right there. They used a picture where he wasn't looking at her ass. There's another picture that oh, was I'm going sure. around that he's looking at her ass. Rita Ora kind of looked... Aquafina was by far the worst dressed yes. in this entire thing. Timmy Hayes was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L- let's look at that. That is terrible. I don't know what it is. That's terrible. 
Yeah, so Ugly gold. Lala uh, Anthony Ward. Lala's close second. It's a camo $100 bill dress. Aside from her being thick as all hell, um, I do not care for that fit at all. But Jesus, she looks great. HLH does not objectify women. Not at all. But Lala. Michael B. Be. Jordan looking like a whole snack. Yep. That's all we can really <laughs> say about it. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, regal as all hell. Yeah, he's is kind that of. his wife? I don't know. In Nessa. Her name is Nessa. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know. Look at Nikki over there in the back. I knew you it. were going to say something. <sighs> I don't know who that person is. Chris Rock. Chris Rock shaved. Yeah, Chris Rock's looking old too. Go ahead and say her last name for me, I'm please. Okay. <laughs> Lupita. Look, she her her she was awesome. she fit theme. And then also, I love the the colors on that one. The Met Gala does a good job of taking people that have already been talked about that year and kind of elevating them. Like, she had a big breakthrough with us. Whoever is in the conversation goes to the Met Gala. Lil Yachty was at the Met Gala in 2016, I think. <coughs> mm-hmm. This was Hardwick. another one. I don't, Do you know who he is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've seen him in a couple of movies. Omar Hardwick, though, uh, this was also Best another fit. Male, I think. Agree him, with you. Him, he would look good. This was an Alice in Wonderland to me also kind of reminded me of that as well. I think him, Michael B. Jordan was very reserved. Chris so Rocks is kind of flying. Chris, yeah, his is like the Bruce, Bus, Bruce, Bruce Buffer kind of vibe like you said yeah. before. But I would say him in um, Anderson Pack and Omari Hardwick probably best dressed for men. That's yeah. it for me. I would I would definitely do this. In my opinion. Now, if, if, if we were judging like based off the theme, Travis may have pulled that off with exaggerated... Club. Out of all the men so yeah. far, yeah, Coming there's no there's one else more did though. anything crazy. Please go down. No, there's more. No, uh, then Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan might, might take it from him. But he that that's just him. That's him. Like yeah, that, but but that isn't he showed that up in real. He got off the couch and came to a party. But that's also kind of the point of the Met Gala yeah. too. These are people that are naturally this way. Yeah, too. and Lady Gaga has been here several times. Lady Gaga, she's naturally Lady Gaga, Gaga and Rihanna destroy it every single year. Actually, can we pull up what they wore? Yeah, I don't think they were. That they just weren't on this, that list. This was. Are you sure that Rihanna and them? I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they yeah. were in it this year. Rihanna was in there for sure. Because they were already talking about Lady Gaga. See, here we go. Look at Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, she fit theme. Cardi B, man, look at that. Cardi B looks like a peacock. Mm. Nick Jonas was there. All the Jonas Brothers there. You know, we know somebody that's a big Jonas Brothers fan. <laughs> oh, shout out. Shout out. Damn, Kanye. Bro, smile. How are you going to be mad on vacation? Kanye doesn't believe in smiling. Ooh, I don't know what that matchup uh, is. I'm down with that, though. The J-Lo picture again. J-Lo stunning. Google, like, Rihanna specifically. Bendit Cumberbatch also kind of did his thing. Shout out Dr. Strange. Maybe yeah, she see, that was last year. I was, That's I was crazy. Sure she I really, she's I always she the one being talked about. Oh, maybe it was just Lady Gaga then, because Lady Gaga did get talked about, but Rihanna last year, she dressed like the Pope. Oh. Yeah. Pope never looked that sexy. Okay, we can't, we can't talk about <laughs> the Catholic Church and sex right now. <laughs> oh. That's in bad I'm taste. not even going there, dude. Um, moving on, we'll just... <laughs> Transition right into the good note after that. Mm. Maybe get that taste out of your mouth. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what? I don't have a good note because um, I was I, I honestly got some shit news, guys. What's that? I might have to retake a class before I can apply to doctorate programs. So I'm 
You know what? Okay, here's my good note. Despite setbacks in life, I know that I'm going to get to where I need to go eventually. Yeah. The path to success is not always linear, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of y'all, there are so many people, by the way, who have been texting me freaking out like, oh, I don't know if I'm in. I'm going to the right career path. I don't know if I'm going into the right, um, you know, just right relationship. The best advice that I can offer to anybody who's sort of caught in a middle road or it went for something and is getting held back, as long as you continue to remind yourself that this is what you want to do and this is the life that you want to live, it always gets achieved somehow, some way. Yes. It's just not always in the most direct, straight path because life is not a straight path. Life has its own curves and ups and downs and twists and turns. You think that's part of the, which it sounds bad, but you think it's part of a culture that a lot of schools now are instilling in kids like the the everybody gets a trophy kind of mentality because it is true if if you want to if you want something in life and you want it bad enough you'll eventually find a way to right. get it or you'll ruin your life trying to get it right. like obviously do the math not all the kids in K5 can be present no not talking about unrealistic goals i'm talking about something for example uh, something that is quantifiable, yeah. something you're able to actually gauge. It. Okay, so for me, I got a C in this class. I was a point and a half away from a B. That point and a half is what's keeping me from applying to schools. That's obviously attainable and something that I will right. a- easily overcome. But if we're talking about somebody who maybe wants to be a pilot, but you're colorblind, you can't be a pilot. Yeah. And I'm sorry. But so always also keep your. Goals real, so that's also yeah, a good absolutely. point, Jake. Definitely don't just you know just be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna be an astronaut, and you're afraid of heights. Maybe you're not an astronaut. That's kind of a. Are there heights in space? I mean, like once you get out there, are you like, holy shit, I'm miles high from the earth? <laughs> I feel like or, you would be. <laughs> once you get out there, is it like, dude, you're floating in in zero gravity? I promise you, if you're afraid of heights, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna fucking die. I don't know. See, I'm afraid of heights, but I'm not afraid to fly. Like, I don't like getting in a plane. I know, like, that that death's instant. I don't know, dude. What if you survive? I hope I don't. I keep, like, unless I, like, just miraculously walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That would kind of suck. But, yeah, guys, both of what Jake and I are saying is, yes, you can be whatever you want to be. Yes, you can work towards something if you are truly dedicated, if it's truly what you want to do. However... Keep your goals realistic. And use use people's now use people's doubt as fuel. Mm-hmm. Like when I the job I have now, like I when I started at that that place, I didn't I didn't expect to have the job that I have now. And then once I started seeing like the way the business worked, and I was like, you know, I could be up there doing that. And then I started sort of found I you, you notice like you get feelings like no, this could actually like be a thing, and. I was doing something one day and I was helping somebody out front on the sales side and I was really just in the warehouse side. So I really just handled receiving, distributing ins and outs in the warehouse. And somebody, one of the guys that worked with us was like, dude, he said, he said, you won't make it to the sales floor for years. And I said, I said, all right, that's what we'll see. I said, all right, we'll see. Cause I knew like I, you, you get that feeling when you know stuff is about to go your way or you can feel it going your way. Use that as fuel. Because I said something to him afterwards. I was like, once I moved into the position I am now, I said, bro, I said, it's only been a year. <laughs> Swear That's I did. That's so ill. Swear I did. That's so ill. 
And that's just an example. And, you know, Jake has broken it down to me in more detail. It wasn't just that he knew it. It was he put in enough work to know that he deserves Oh, yeah, deserves I had to, I had to work to get to it. But you you know when, like, you see your window, like, when you see, okay, like, the work that I've done, like, now's the time to, that I can prove that mm-hmm. I can do whatever you're trying to do, maybe not be an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't be an astronaut, guys. Yeah, also on a good note. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? I don't really have anything else for a good note. I just want to say, guys, sorry for the squeaky chair. I'm moving around a lot towards the end. Uh, the glass break is a is a new meme for HLH. Let me know what you guys thought of that sound. Tell Definitely. me if it's unrealistic. Also, really hope that we get soundproofing up soon in some sort of way. We'll work on the echo, guys. We're small. I can work. I can kind of take echo out a little bit on the production side. Too, a little bit. Thank you always to Jake because again, none of this shit would be possible without him. We did get a new setup for recording. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that will help utilize and fast track some of our is quick or hopefully it'll speed up the process of getting stuff out. Yes, yes, absolutely. This computer is dedicated to, like for the podcast. It's not going to be used for anything else. And now that we're seeing, we're starting to see more of you guys listening. We want to continue making some upgrades. So this summer, when you know when I'm working more, expect some upgrades. Expect us to be putting out content again consistently. We just had a bit of a lull this week. It was tough getting us all. Yeah, in well, here. we were on schedule if we didn't have the yeah the, the loss. mess up. Yeah, because yeah. we've been trying. We've been pretty we've been accurate going, with one dude. a week. Yeah, and this one just kind of messed us up. So this week you'll get two. Yep. So thank you guys for your patience. Thank you so much for listening. Tell everybody that you know about us. Uh, Jake's gonna put in the end note as always. Um, we love y'all. Have a good night. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see